Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, (laughs) are you ready? Too rot. <laughs> I was hoping that's where you're going with it. We're rotten tonight, ladies. Or this morning. This whole day, maybe. Uh, I'm honestly stoked for this episode. This was uh, Kylie's brainchild. She was <laughs> trying to pitch across the finish line here. So here we are. Yeah, so here we are. Uh, first of all, where are you? You're at the Two Degrees Hotter podcast, in case you were wondering. Uh, I'm Kylie. And I'm Anya. And if you've made it this far, you've probably figured out that the topic of today's episode is all about Rarot Day. Yeah. So I saw this on TikTok. A girl that I follow that actually, I mainly see her videos because she makes obscure ice cream sandwiches for herself. Like she'll make ice cream sandwiches. I love a niche. (laughs) Yeah. And I just love it. Um, And she was like, she was saying how uh, her like, grandmother and mom like invited her to the beach and she she told them no because she had scheduled a rot day Mm -hmm. for herself and i'm like first of all boundary slay good for you um but yeah so i saw that and it just it really resonated um i think we all need a rot day i think truthfully i'm very much in need of a rot day and maybe that's why it, it resonated so much with me but I'm super jazzed about this. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So you know what we're going to do. We're going to put the timestamp in the description so you can go ahead and skip your way on to the main episode content. But wait. That's true. We're going to be here. We're going to do our segment starting with the Week in Review and our favorite. And we'd really like you to listen. So why don't yeah. you stick around? Yeah, we're kind of fun. Last week's episode – the, f- the weekend review and favorite was longer than the episode topic, so <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but clearly, we have a lot to say about our own lives, and I think we have good things to say. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our weekend review. So here we are again. Um, basically. <laughs> I was like, end sentence. (laughs) Period. That's it. Um, That's my week. (laughs) So where do I even start? As you know, Kylie and I are in a dance company. You can choose to be involved to different extents. Or you can – Yeah. You can – You can – What am I looking for? Attempt to be involved (laughs) to certain extents. You You can audition to be a dancer and be cast in dances. You can also audition to be a choreographer and be the one to cast in dances. Am I making sense yeah. so far? So <laughs> You are to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, that checks out. Um, this is my fifth. It'll be my fifth season in this dance company. It'll be your third. Yeah. You are right. So out of the five seasons that we've I've been in this company, I have auditioned to choreograph four times. So just, just the first season I didn't. And I got it once. Or no. <laughs> I'm so all over the place. I didn't get it the first time. I got it the second time, slay. And then I didn't get it the third time, which I talked about probably, when would that have been? About January, February. Eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we had another audition recently. And everyone take your guess right now. What happened? Do you think I got it? Do you think I didn't? I didn't. <laughs> which is fine. My whole point of talking about it is that I think in the past, like obviously I've mentioned it every time I think at this point, just because it was like, yeah. you know, the biggest part of my week uh, was like finding out. And this time was especially stressful because like the timeline was off of when we were supposed to find out versus when we did. Um, but I'm very proud of my reaction this time compared to previous times, because I think in previous seasons, I number one, just invested a lot more of my self-worth in this outcome like I felt like it really had a lot to do with like my strength as a choreographer and as a dancer and I was like I felt like this was the only community that I could really be involved in and so it was like frustrating to me that I couldn't be as involved as I wanted and whatever and um yeah like I just took it really personally I feel like every other time but this time I like got the email and I was kind of like 
I was relieved to know because like I said, we had waited a while and I was also just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I think um, I'm a broken record. I love ballet, but I think having gotten more involved in ballet classes has shown me that there is a lot of other opportunities in dance. Like I love our current company, but it's shown me that it's like not the end all be all of like the only way to be an adult dancer. And so like, if things don't always pan out exactly the way I want them with this company, like not all hope is lost. And I think in the past, it always kind of felt like all hope was lost. Um, So I just feel like, yeah, I'm getting a lot of self-worth and like fulfillment in other aspects of dance that like when I found out that they, she just didn't want what I was offering. I was like, okay, you know, like round peg square hole. What do they say? Square peg round hole, whatever that saying is. Something like that. That's just how I felt about it this time. Whereas in the past, they took it as like a personal vendetta attack, like on my skill, you know? So I feel like that's growth. Um, We'll see if I go for it again. Probably. I'm, I'm not discouraged. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, and I will come back. (laughs) Yeah. You will watch me dance. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the main issue from what I could tell this time was that I just, I am trying to push a style that's not wanted (laughs) in this, in this group. So now I know, and I don't have any regrets because I didn't want to choreograph any like genre other than what I was going for, like genuinely. So like, it's fine. Like I said, square peg, round hole or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have auditions this coming weekend, like to dance. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm stressed about that. <laughs> I'm sure you guys all love my biannual uh, rejection or <laughs> approval update. I'm sure it's really exciting. Thrilling. Nail biter. <laughs> um, well, I'm proud of you for trying, and I'm proud of your reaction as well. You've handled it like a champ. And her loss. <laughs> her loss, honestly. <laughs> honestly, and my loss. I would have done what you proposed uh so if the people in charge are listening i'd do it yeah and i bet on this one (laughs) imagine i'm like (laughs) i like take the mic at auditions i'm like raise your hand if you would (laughs) have if you would have put i literally i pull a kanye (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna let you finish (laughs) yeah but (laughs) oh that's funny uh for my weekend review I, this is kind of ironic given the topic of this episode, but I've decided that I am in my glow up era, whether I like it or not. I am sick and tired of, I said to TikTok to Anya today, where it was like, I'm not depressed. I'm just taking a break from slaying. And when I'm ready to slay again, I will slay again or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really um, struck a chord in my brain. I was like, amen. I, this is a I'm taking a break from slaying but I decided that I don't I I want to slay again mm-hmm. um breaks <laughs> over whether I want to or not uh so we're in our glow up era where and that starts my like first item um what's the word I'm looking for what's like the phrase your first uh, item, item, of, item business? Of business yeah is that the phrase that sounds wrong I think that's right oh Okay. Well, I'll I'll work on that. Um, but the first thing I want to do is just get myself back into a routine or at the very least, because I think the problem that I've been facing is that I'm not necessarily handling like curveballs to my routine well. And like when I really take like note of said curveballs, like most of them are net good. It's like opportunities to spend time with friends or family or Zach. And I never want to be like, well, Wednesday night is my sit on the couch and eat uh, pizza and watch Gilmore Girls night. So I'm never saying yes to plans on Wednesday nights because that sounds like a surefire way to be lonely. But Gilmore Girls. <laughs> girls. Um, it's tis the season to, to rewatch Gilmore Girls. But what I think I can do is try to figure out what the like pillars in my routine are like what are the non-negotiables that like I would be willing to pass up plans for for the sake of maintaining a routine and how can I put those into the routine so that I can like strike that balance between having routine and having the flexibility to like be social and do what I want in the Mm -hmm. moment 
So I think like a good example is working out. I kind of got out of the habit of working out like right before I had like a really tough week last week just because with moving and stuff, it was hard for me. Um, So I'm like, okay, how like I want to try to make it so that Mondays and Wednesdays, literally no matter what, unless I am literally dying on the floor, I'll go to the gym on Mondays and Wednesdays. And those mm-hmm. are – that's a non-negotiable. And I want to find like one or two other things like that so that it's mm-hmm. like enough that it feels like a routine. And I think from there, um, I will be a generally happier, less anxious person. And you're you're hottest when you're happy and less anxious. So you see where I'm going with this. It's a glow up. Uh, we're working on it. But I think, truthfully, we're going to get into the rot day. And I think the rot day – is kind of a key part of having a glow up because mm-hmm. you need to rot to glow up, if you know what I mean. So I'm excited to get into this episode. I'm, I need to, I'm going to factor in a rot day sometime in the near future as part Maybe of Maybe Sunday, this. I feel like, could work. Um, Potentially. Potentially. I was going to say you'll be shortly forced into some other non-negotiables because you'll have rehearsal, which is pretty much non-negotiable. Yes, that is a good point. Um, yeah, so that'll be helpful, I think. <laughs> we're on Zoom and you like froze for a second there and I thought you were like really thinking about the fact that I just said that. I was like, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't mean to burst your bubble. Yeah, no, like, it is true. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that is, that is true. That'll be helpful, I think. But that that's it for me. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're getting happy whether we want to or not. <laughs> Love it. Um, oh, I guess another thing I could mention for my week in review is that this week is me and Grant's anniversary. We're not really doing anything oh. yet, but we should figure something out. We usually we try to go on like a little trip or something, but uh, just like we just both got back from other trips. So I feel like it just won't mm-hmm. work out this year, but whatever. We'll see. How long has it been? Seven years? Yeah. Oh my God. We literally were like struggling with the math today. Like he was like, what, how many years has it been? And I was like, I literally like got my hand out. I was like, okay, 2016 to 2017 was one year. <laughs> 2017 <laughs> to 2018. I like have to count like years like that specifically because I always get thrown off that you don't count year zero. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't, we started yeah. dating in 2016, but when you're counting anniversaries, you don't say 2016, 2017. You just say 2017. Yes. Cause like that was year zero, that was you know? Year. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, That's crazy. If your relationship was a child, it would literally be in like first grade. That is so weird, actually. Isn't that when weird? When you put it like that. Wow. But hey, I wonder what, you know how like the first anniversary is like the paper anniversary and like so on and so forth? I know. Forth. I haven't heard, Have that. heard of this. No. It's like every year anniversary is like a certain, like, I think it's supposed to be like the gift that you get them and then like 25th uh-huh. is silver, 50th is gold. Oh. Uh-huh. Let me um, look this up. I wonder what the 7th. Seven. They're like a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips. <laughs> okay, so. use baseball. Seven year anniversary. Mm. Copper and wool. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um. Oh, it's because it's like a lucky year. Okay. Mm. Copper is durable and represents love and protection. Wool is symbolic of warmth and comfort. Wow. I'm like, okay, so I can get <laughs> a scarf and <laughs> a uh, new cooking pan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, no, I've never heard that. I'll have to look at them. Yeah. All The only ones I know off the top of my head are the 1st, 25th, and 20, uh, 50th. Mm-hmm. And now the 7th. So there you go. Look at that. All right, let's get into our favorites. We've both got books yeah. in our reading era. I actually kind of am. Good for me. Yeah, That's unusual like- for me. Yeah. I'm reading another book right now. Not my favorite, but it's actually about adult dance. Like it's about Ooh. a – yeah. So it's like I'm like my whole personality. So it's like <laughs> about this uh, – I'm not that far in, but it's like about this woman that um, is like always pursued dance as a hobby and like gets the chance to perform professionally and falls in love and, you know, that kind of stuff. So mm. What's I'll it report called? back. Huh? What's it called? I literally forget. I'll put it in the description. Oh, okay. I just started it like two days ago. 
It's like someone's name, but I just don't remember. Um, it's not like the best writing, but I'm like the the niche is there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, the book that I'm actually here to talk about is Mad Honey. And I was always thinking it was by Jodi Picoult, but it's actually by Jodi Picoult and someone else. Like it's a collaborative oh. situation. So the other person is, I need to give this woman credit, Jennifer Finney Boylan. Ah, uh, yes, of course. So I guess it's, it was a collab, uh, came out in 2022. And I didn't go into this book knowing anything about it. Funny enough, it was picked for the book club that me and Kylie are in, but like months ago, like Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely not most recently. No. And I just, like, didn't – I, like, got it when we decided that was going to be the book, and then I just didn't yeah. read it fast enough, and I just really picked up reading it when I was in North Carolina. And it's good because it's a long book. Like, it's 400 – it's almost 500 pages. Um, So it was, like, a good length to occupy my solo weekend. But, yeah, I went in, like, not knowing what it was about at all, and there was, like, a very major – plot twist that I was like not expecting. I think if you read any reviews, it'll pretty much be spoiled. Um, So don't look it up if you want it actually to be a surprise to you because it completely was to me. And it was funny because I was reading it at this place. It was called the White Duck Taco uh, Shack or something. I don't know. Taco place. (laughs) And I was like sitting outside at a picnic table by myself, like surrounded by all these other people. And literally like my jaw like hit the table. I was like, (laughs) shocking. (laughs) Um, but I just looked it up and I'm surprised to see that only 67% of Google users liked the book because hmm. I really liked it. I liked it because it takes place in New Hampshire, like between mm. Boston and New Hampshire, which is like pretty yeah. niche. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a fake town in New Hampshire. I looked it up because I was like, where is that? And I was like, literally fake. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's about a beekeeper uh, woman who has a son that gets into a big like town controversy. And I guess I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but mad honey is a real thing. Um, it's like when bees are distressed, apparently their honey can taste really bad and even be like toxic. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, I really liked it and I liked that it was long. Um, and I would highly recommend despite only, you know, 70% of Google recommending. I liked it. 4.1 on Goodreads. I don't know. Is that good? That's pretty over four is pretty good on Goodreads. Okay. Um, you always have to take book reviews with a grain of salt too because yeah. it's like so deeply personal. To like, like I almost don't individual. like reading them because it's like I'm like I loved I it do. and then I like go yeah. on and I'm like well I'm like well I guess the character development wasn't all that strong. <laughs> like I like I feel like it influences yeah. me for no reason. <laughs> I've gotten to the habit where like if I'm like browsing at books or something like that I'll just do like a very quick Google search to see like what is the good reads and as long as it's not below a three I'm like okay I'll give yeah. this a shot. Um, cause if it's, it's below a three, then it's probably not that good of a book. Yeah. Cause it's hard to get like above a four on Goodreads and it's hard to get below a three on Goodreads. Like most yeah. fall between Bell curve vibe. Yeah. I will say this isn't, I know your book is like a light read cause I've read most of yeah. it. This is not a light read really. It's like pretty, it's a, it's basically a mystery. So it's like a little bit intense. So just know that. Yeah. And something that I like about it that I like when books do this, cause I read, um, I read another mystery that did this too. I forget what it was called. It was about like an Irish island wedding murder situation. Um, but it, every chapter is a different person's like POV. Mm. I like when they do that. Yeah, that is fun. As long as I remember to – sometimes like when I'm reading, I'll just like buzz by the chapter and like what it's called, like if they're mm. titled. So sometimes I need to – in books like that, I need to like – actively think like you don't know whose Who's, point of view yeah. this is <laughs> whose thoughts are these take note <laughs> um so for my favorite my book favorite this week uh it's happy place by emily henry uh she did it again folks this woman she's just she's too good she's too good uh i think this is my favorite emily henry book mm-hmm. that she has uh i really enjoyed it i thought it was i mean i just like emily henry's writing to begin with i think she's a very good writer i think she's very funny um but i also just really i resonated with the two main characters really well and like i resonated a lot with the like friendship dynamic between like the main character and her like best friends from college I resonated like at times with the relationship dynamic. Like it just felt very, I saw myself in a lot of the book. So selfishly, I really liked it. <laughs> because 
because that's how that works. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed it. It was the first time that I felt like, oh, wow, like, I this is like relatable mm-hmm. to some extent. I don't know. So it's about uh, this couple that has secretly broken up. No one, their friends and family don't know that they've broken up, but they've been broken up for like months. Um, and they both get invited to spend a weekend at their friend's like beach house that's like known as everyone's happy place. It's like their favorite place to go on earth. Um, and they both get invited there separately as like what's supposed to be a surprise uh, to each other. And obviously it's a bit tricky because they're broken up, but no one knows and they don't want to ruin the weekend for everyone. So that's that's what I'll leave you with. I can give you a little more plot because there isn't a crazy plot twist to worry about. But that's that's the shtick. And yeah. I highly recommend. Emily Henry's an easy – this book, I, I th- it was definitely less than 400 pages. Um, and I just think that it's like a pretty easy read, like shorter chapters. So it goes by um, pretty fast. So it's a good book to grab if you're in sort of a rut and need – a light, easy read to get you back in the habit of reading. Yeah, it's a good like end of summer book. Like I said, I yeah. got like probably 65% of the way through and I didn't stop because I didn't like it, but this is the book that I've talked about a million times. It's hardcover and I just don't bring it anywhere. So yeah, <laughs> that's the problem, but I did like it. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll finish it someday. Um, I do kind of want to get into like, I forget what it's called, but there's like a fiction series or not fiction, but like fantasy series that I feel like a lot of people are into right now. Oh, is it um A Court of Thorns and Roses? Yeah, I think so. I kind of want to yeah, re-enter my, my fantasy era. Yeah, I need to be in the right headspace to re-enter the fantasy era. I've also heard some controversial things about the author. Oh, so I need to do a little... I know. The fantasy authors, man. I'm like, mm-hmm. guys. Um, so I want to do a little more digging into what exactly people are upset about before I give my hard-earned money to her. Like, if she's, like, if it's people being, like, I don't like this ending that she gave in the book, then I'll be, like, okay, whatever. But Mm -hmm. if it's, like, she's racist, don't really want to give her my money, you know? Yeah, agree. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break, and then we'll be back to talk about rotting, rot day. Rot day. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TDH at liquidiv.com. So if this whole time you've been sitting here like, what even is a rot day? Happy to tell you. Happy to educate. Spread the word. Spread the good news, some may say. A rot day is basically spending the day in bed, not forcing yourself to always be productive, not forcing yourself to always contribute to society. And your desire for a rot day may very well be a sign that you're burnt out, that you're run down, that your social battery has been depleted, or that you're simply tired. A tired yeah. girl. Or or they. Or gay. Whatever the reason. It's okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm a poet. Wow. And I didn't that even was, know it. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I did some scrolling on TikTok for research, of course. And the like phrase that I kept hearing people say is that a rot day allows you to have a day where you can do whatever you want whenever you want to do it. Like it's kind of like a this day is for myself and if what I want is to lay in my bed and eat potato chips out the bag and play with my canoodle, then that that is the day I shall have. Um, but it allows you to sort of do what you want on your own timeline without feeling the need to meet certain deadlines, get certain things done, see certain people or make certain like social plans, just really have a day. It honestly, it aligns pretty well with what I've called a do nothing day, except Mm -hmm. it has like a little bit more of an emphasis on like staying home and recharging. Like when Mm -hmm. I've talked about a do nothing day, it's more so like leaving the day open as far as plans go, but like I would still like run errands or do laundry or um, like take a walk to the bookstore, like if that's what I wanted to do. Whereas I feel like you can do all of that on a rot day if that's what you want, but there's a bit more of like an emphasis on rest and recharge around a rot day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's as I mentioned, it's trending on TikTok right now. Um, and it seems to be a reaction against all of the healthy, wellness, self-care type trends, but like self-care in the sense of like almost like the Sunday reset phenomenon. I feel like it's a kind of – I don't even want to say like – I it counters that, but it's kind of like a response to that of, yeah, sure, you have days where you need to reset, but you also have days where – you need to rot and that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend – I just hit my nail. Um, you don't need to spend every free day filling it with productivity. You can spend a free day doing nothing. Balance, Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and just to like set the mindset for this episode right, I think people feel guilty a lot when they're like quote-unquote doing nothing. But what is nothing? Really? (laughs) Please. (laughs) If you're doing something that you like, if you're watching TV, reading a book, sleeping in, playing Animal Crossing, that's not nothing. You're doing something. You're always doing something, pretty much. Yeah. So just to like, if you are one of those people that you're like, oh, I could really benefit from like a rot day, but I don't want to feel guilty about doing nothing. You're never doing nothing. That's literally not possible. If you're alive, you're doing something. Yeah, it's true. Unless, I don't know, you're literally just sitting there staring at a wall. But even then, you're sitting there staring at a wall. You're not doing nothing. Yeah, you're breathing. <laughs> so true. Sensing. <laughs> Come on. Perceiving. That's productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is true. And I think it's also important, I think rot days especially, really attack this idea that like rest is not productive when rest is in fact a productive thing that you can do that will then enhance other productive like elements of your life um because it's a core part of who we are if it wasn't we wouldn't need to sleep each night like it's literally essential to our health if you don't sleep it has serious health implications but there's also something to be said about the rest that you have while you are awake um cuz we just keep going and we wouldn't stop working and we'd all burn out in be miserable and like chop off all our hair probably or dye it purple. Uh, And unless you want to do that, um, that's no good. So fortunately, humans don't operate like this. We are wired to sleep and rest just as much as we are wired to be productive. Or I guess I shouldn't say wired. (laughs) Forced by a capitalist society to be productive. (laughs) Um, So I think it's it having something like a rot day as a part of your routine, whether that's like weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, um, help sort of reframe that thought that rest is unproductive because I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. And like just stepping back and thinking about the fact that like biologically, like we are made to sleep for just as long as we're made to be awake. So yeah. like why do we place less value on it? <laughs> like that yeah. don't make any sense. It's true. And on a deeper note, I was like – thinking of a TikTok when I included this point and I couldn't find the TikTok. But my point is basically like, why does our value as humans have to come from our societal contributions and 
productivity and output? And why can't just existing be enough? Yeah. And I saw this like it was a it was like a beautiful like indigenous it was like a Native American quote that was kind of like about that point about how like just existing and like experiencing life is like enough to be like a value. And I couldn't find the exact quote, but that's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to get at on a deeper note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rot days are valuable. You are still valuable, even if every day is a rot day. Yeah, true. Well, and I think even the connotation of like calling it a rot day makes it seem like it's like a negative thing or something that like chips away at you, but it is so essential to like take time for yourself um, and take time to like do the things that you really love without having to really answer to anyone else. Um, and like half the fun of life is like being able to enjoy like yummy comfort meals or order takeout from your favorite place and binge watch your favorite show for the 17th time and scroll endlessly on TikTok because that's what you want to do. And you've been so good this past month about not going on your phone as soon as you wake up. So it's just like allowing yourself to indulge a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I think that's okay. Like I think as long as it's in moderation, like all of that stuff is a is part of like a very healthy balance routine and fills your cup. Speaking of yummy comfort meals, you know what's a perfect rot day meal? What? The butternut squash mac and cheese oh, from Trader Joe's. Stop. It's coming soon. It's on I it's know. I'm sure it's like I'm sure the factory lines have started. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, whenever that mac and cheese hits the shelf, that is when I will plan my rot day. I will plan Mm -hmm. my rot day around that mac and cheese. (laughs) And I'll have two servings of it. I'll have it for lunch and dinner. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. good. I think about it yearly, like all year long. Yeah. I guess is what I mean. Yeah. Through all seasons. It transcends. Yeah. It it does transcend. (laughs) But yeah, like we're kind of saying, if if you have a regular rot day, it can help you prevent burnout and it allows your guilty pleasures, so they say, to be a regular part of your routine, which makes you crave them less during times that you do unfortunately need to be productive and contribute to society. Yeah. Like if all I want to do is, you know, scroll TikTok or play Animal Crossing and unfortunately my nine to five prevents me from doing so, uh, I'm going to build up an intense urge and I'm going to feel terrible about it. So I got to just, you got to let yourself indulge in those things, indulge in those guilty pleasures. Yeah. In like the same way, somehow I ended up on the like weight loss side of TikTok, which I was kind of like, why, who let (laughs) me Holds down, not interested. (laughs) Not interested. I've been doing that a lot. Reclaiming my For You page. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's because I got into like fitness and with that came like, are you also interested in like weight loss and cutting? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Um, But I think a actual good piece of advice they give is like, um, a lot of dietitians and stuff will say you always want to enjoy your favorite foods in moderation because it's when you tell yourself you can't have them that you want them more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like that like applies here. It's like if you tell yourself you can't take a day to watch Gilmore Girls from start to finish, even though that's what you want to do, you're just gonna want it even more. And so if you build you know stuff like this in and you know apply it to every guilty pleasure then you're going to actually want to or then you're going to um be able to be productive in those moments knowing that you like set it you intentionally set aside time for yourself to enjoy the things that you genuinely enjoy and that fill your cup so thank you weightless tiktok that's literally the only thing i will be taking from you <laughs> well on a now similar wavelength um there's this girl that i know from like when we, we were younger who has gotten into um like bodybuilding, I guess, which I'm like, slay, I love an adult hobby. But she posted one of those videos where like you're literally crying, eating like a cookie or like a burger after your like competition. This is like a thing because like they have to be so aggressive with like their macros and stuff like leading up. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. she got like an ice cream sandwich or like some like dessert or something and was literally like crying and like posted the video and was like, the best feeling. And I was like, is it? (laughs) Oh my God. Is it the best feeling? Do I know who this is? 
I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, because it's like you literally deprived yourself of it mm-hmm. for months. And there were probably so many times where she was like, I just want an ice cream sandwich so bad. And realistically, one ice cream That's sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Would it really have disrupted yeah. you know, if you're working out that yeah. much? And yeah, it's very In the same way that one rot day every couple of weeks is not going to make you an unproductive person or prohibit you from reaching any of your goals. So, so true. There's a lesson. But rot days also allow you to rest both your mind and your body. That's sort of exactly what we're trying to get at. Um, and that way you can approach, you know, if you're doing it weekly, you can approach the next week. If you're doing it monthly, you can approach the next month, whatever it may be. You can approach it with like a much fresher start, like waking up, feeling refreshed, feeling like you took time for yourself um, and a bit more ready to like tackle the things that you unfortunately just have to do in life. Um, And I think especially for my introverted girlies, we need to recharge our social batteries and nothing is more draining than the summertime for your social battery. So if you're an introverted girly like me, schedule a rot day because you're probably feeling a little anxious. You're probably feeling a little rundown, a little spread thin. And I promise you, if you take one day to not talk to anyone and watch New Girl for the 37th time, you'll feel better. You'll feel a lot better. I'm talking to myself in case anyone was wondering. That's what I'm, I'm planning to do. But you let me know how you feel after a raw day if you're an introverted girly. And I promise it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a monthly or a maybe like a bi-weekly rot day is like what I need to incorporate. I that's think monthly is more realistic, but. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking personally, the most realistic ideal schedule is like mid-month do like a rot night because that's also a thing. It doesn't have, mm-hmm. you don't have to set aside an entire day if that's not feasible for your schedule. That's true. Um, But like scheduling in a rot night, like a night where I just like five o'clock hits, I close my work laptop and I don't do a single productive thing until mm-hmm. I go to bed and then monthly have the full rot day. I think that could be that could be a useful schedule. I like that. <laughs> Let us know your schedule. <laughs> DM us on Instagram. Um, As we've been sitting here recording, it's gotten like so dark out. Like it's, it's not even seven. So like the sun should not be like setting, but mm-hmm. – there's like some clouds rolling in or something and we're both literally just sitting in the complete dark. Yeah, I awesome. think it's supposed to thunderstorm. When is it not for real? Honestly, the the weather needs a rot day. <laughs> it, need, it needs to cool it. <laughs> so now that we've set the scene, you know what a rot day is. You see the benefits. You're convinced you're having a rot day. You're like, what do I do? Look no further. We've got ideas. So this is the ideal rot day sketch. First of all, this sounds ironic. Hear me out. Hear me out. Plan properly. I know. I know. You want to be – the whole point of a rot day is you want to be able to follow your intuition, do whatever you want. However, if you're anything like me, you're not going to be able to have a day like this to do nothing without planning it and, like, putting it in your schedule. Yeah. You know, you have to on purpose not schedule any tasks or event for that weekend. You have to take the time to maybe do some things in advance, like do your laundry the day before, you know, maybe go to the grocery store so you have all the snacks so you aren't scrambling the rest of the week. The point of a rock day is not to like ruin the rest of your week, right? Yeah. So you got to do the necessary prep to plan this lazy time and that will make you feel even – that'll make you feel more relaxed than ever because – you know everything is done, you know everything's in motion, you know you're on the right track, and you'll still have time to enjoy yourself. So, you know, you got to pick it with a little bit of advance, unfortunately. That's just the world we live in. Yeah. No, it's true. It is true. And got to hold fast and firm to your rot day. If you schedule it and someone in your mom and your grandma invite you to the beach, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Respectfully, you will not see me at the beach. Um, Because, yeah. To Anya's point, things just come up and life is busy. And so you gotta you gotta make having the rot day as easy as possible for yourself because then you'll actually follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next, I guess this is like the first thing of the actual day itself, is to sleep in. 
Whatever that means to you, I think for most people that means just not setting an alarm and Mm -hmm. seeing when your body wakes up. I know for me, like, I really rarely sleep in past, like, 9. That's just not what my body does. But if I wake up anywhere between 8 and 9, I am like, wow, I slept in. I know there's people listening to this thinking, oh, my God, that's the most insane thing I ever heard. If I allow myself to sleep in without an alarm, I wake up at 11 or noon. Rock on. That's Mm -hmm. rot in your slumber until 11 (laughs) or noon. That's great. Mm -hmm. And then once you wake up, whenever you wake up, you're going to have a nice breakfast, okay? Either you're going to get yourself – and this is part of the planning – Get yourself some, like, I don't want to say prepackaged, but, like, making it as easy as possible stuff. So I'm talking, like, the Bisquick that you literally pour water in and you shake the container mm, and then mm-hmm. pour it into the pan. That's the type of pancake you're making. You're getting the full sugar s- syrup. Just pouring that all on there. Uh, I want you to make a coffee. I will. If you have caramel syrup in the back of your pantry drizzle that shit right on the cup i don't look at the expiration date who cares so true Pour the coffee in it's gonna be good get yourself some pre-cut fruit okay you're gonna wake up you're gonna say i want a pineapple guess what you're not doing on a rot day cutting a pineapple <laughs> you're getting the pre-cut stuff make it as easy as possible this is a low lift i know mm-hmm. you also have an alternative that's arguably an even lower lift i do but before i get into that i have beef with pre-cut fruit my Jeez. beef is it is literally always 70% melon. Who yeah. wants that? Not me. Not yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who to but talk you, to about that. But Yeah. You can get like individual, like just pre-cut pineapple or just yeah. like – I can't think of another fruit that you want to pre-cut everything. <laughs> Pineapple is actually really the only be- fruit <laughs> that exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So my alternative suggestion for making yourself a nice breakfast is simply grubhubbing. A nice breakfast yeah. because I love to do that on like a Sunday. I love to grub hub like a breakfast sandwich or, you know, like with some home fries. So oh, yeah. whatever you're feeling. But after you eat your breakfast, you are going to take the shower. We all know what I mean. The shower, capital T-H-E. Do I? Everything feels better after the shower. You're going you're gonna to wash the hair. You're going to maybe do a hair mask. You're going to oh, shave. Yeah. Maybe like a like a exfoliation situation. Uh-huh. Kylie got a scalp scrub yesterday. Maybe you're gonna do that. Time. You did. Yeah. I'm gonna use it tonight. Oh, you're gonna use it tonight. Report back. Yeah. Um, maybe a face mask. All the things, and this will make you feel chef's kiss. And mm-hmm. it will starting your day, you know, on this clean note, will really make you feel better about immediately getting back into your sheets. Yeah, certainly. Because you just feel so crisp and clean and like it gives you the allure of feeling put together and you're just like, I can rot today because my legs are shaved. Like, And more importantly, you don't have to do it at the end of the day because I'm a night yeah. shower person in general, more so than morning. Yeah. But I do have days where it gets to the end of the day and I'm like, the last thing I want to do right now mm-hmm. is drag this body into the shower. Yeah. So like this way, you know, it's already done and you can live yeah. the rest of your day. Yeah, certainly. So, like Anya said, you're going to take the shower. It's going to be glorious. And then you are immediately getting back into your bed. Or go to your couch, wherever your, like, comfort seating of choices. Um, I want you to grab your laptop, turn your TV on. If you're like me and an iPad baby, grab that iPad and binge your favorite shows. Binge a couple of your favorite – you have a movie series. You know what's a great one? Twilight. Mm-hmm. You know, the Hunger Games, the mm-hmm. Hunger Games, mm-hmm. uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's an excellent rot day mm-hmm. movie. That mm-hmm. is the that is the epitome of a rot day movie. Um, your YouTubers, you want to catch up? What the hell is Trisha Paytas up to? I have no idea. Let me, let me binge on YouTube. That's a great hate watching. Is a rot day activity. That's for <laughs> damn sure. Um, but yeah, whatever you need to catch up on, if you've like, I still need to watch the finale of The Summer I Turned Pretty. That's an excellent rot day option. Mm-hmm. Get caught up on the show, that show that you've been wanting to rewatch. I rewatch Gilmore Girls every fall to feel something. I'll start that. Whatever it is, whatever floats your boat, Gossip get that Girl. queued up. Another Gossip great, Girl. Great choice. That's, that's great what I'm one. doing now. Great one. Friends, The Office, those are like the classics. 
whatever you want. And then your lunch, you're doing that from the shower to lunchtime. Uh, don't get up. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> and then for lunch, I think that the rot day lunch, sorry, that was my computer. The rot day lunch is a snack plate. You're going to grab some chips. Hopefully you have some sort of dippable vegetable. And if you don't, that's fine. Who needs it? Uh, you're going to grab a protein of choice. Cottage cheese is all the rage these days. Maybe a little yogurt cup. Whatever you got in your fridge. Throw it on a plate. Just throw it. Doesn't need to look good. I, actually, I don't want it to look good. I just want it to be on the plate. Uh, and you're going to eat that. Uh, and it's going to be delicious because it's literally snacks. And snacks are the best. And it took 30 seconds to put together. Alternative lunch recommendation. A microwavable something. Yes. Could be the butternut squash mac and cheese. Could Certainly. be the pad thai. Certainly. But it has to be microwavable. It can't even be the one that you throw on like the pan. It just no, has to no, be microwavable. No. Yeah. So that's yeah. the criteria. Yeah. Yeah. Girl We're lunch. touching as little appliances as possible in the mm-hmm. kitchen. Yeah. That's as the rule. Possible. That's in the fine print if you read yeah. the uh, Rot Day contract. Yeah. Certainly. Um, another thing in the fine print on the Rot Day contract is that a Rot Day equals a nap day. So after you've sufficiently filled up on snacks or microwavable items, it's time to nap, which this is probably the thing I'm worst at when it comes to the rot day. Oh, I love a nap. I'm not good at it. I only take a midday nap if I'm like ill, but we're working on it. Yeah. But I feel like a nap can even be just like, sometimes I'm like, I just need to close my eyes and dissociate for 20 minutes. Yeah. And, I, and I call, I tell the world that it's a nap. Um, there is so actually research I've seen that shows that, you know, like if you're tossing and turning more like at night and you like can't fall asleep and you're all anxious about it and you're like, I'm going to have a terrible day. There's like now research out there, like concrete evidence that like even just closing your eyes and like resting is very valuable to your body. Interesting. So that's reassuring. So like not, it's uh, obviously still sleeping would be like more valuable, yeah. but you're still like contributing towards having a restful, you know, night by, by trying to sleep. So that made me feel better about my issues. Interesting. See, my parents would always tell me that, but I thought that was just something they were saying so that I would stop crying about the fact that I couldn't fall asleep. Well, I think that they were, uh, (laughs) but I think now it's been proven true. I think there was not sufficient evidence up until this point. Yeah. Wow. All right. Mm -hmm. Slay. Yeah. And then your afternoon on a rot day is for reading, but I'm not talking, put the self-help book down. Okay. We're not helping ourselves today. We're rotting. (laughs) So I want you to grab the sappiest, steamiest romance book that you have on hands, and I want you to crack that bad boy open and give her a read. Or, you know, if you are like, if fantasy is your thing, if thriller is your thing, Akatar, the um, Accord of Thorn and Roses, is a great rote read, from my understanding. I haven't read it, but it seems like a prime candidate. Mm-hmm. Or I think a good candidate is like rereading a favorite, like Mm. if you want to like reread a Harry Potter book or Twilight, I feel like is kind of a commitment. Those books are pretty long. Um, But yeah, just a good read, one that like, you're not trying to get existential. You're not trying to learn. You're just trying to be entertained, but you can't stare at a screen all, well, you can't stare at a screen all day long if that's what you want to do because it's your rot day. But I know I would want a change in media. So I would bring in reading. I would like to stare at somehow non-backlit Kindle screen instead. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What is that science? (laughs) The liquid ink, it gets me every time. Seriously. Um, After this, it is per uh, British afternoon tea rules, time for a cookie and a little little beverage. So make yourself a little sweet treat. Or ideally, you have already purchased said sweet treat and it's just time to eat it. And a coffee or a tea or a chai or a matcha or some sort of, you know, tasty beverage, you know. Yeah. Because it's just that time of day. Yeah. Yep. And it can be decaf. I know some people like don't Mm -hmm. like to have caffeine in the afternoon. That's totally fine. But you're going for that like midday cafe run feel Mm -hmm. vibe. Um. I love this also cookie coffee time is another TikTok original. I saw a girl be like oh, every day at 2 p.m. I have cookie coffee time love where she just snacks some, some cookies and makes her second coffee of the day. And I was like, rock on. I love that. 
I think that's what the British meant by afternoon tea. Certainly. So the next one, I need you guys. I need you guys to stay with me. Okay. But I think the 20-minute tidy has rot day written all over it. And I'll tell you why. Obviously, the intent of a rot day is to minimize stereotypical productivity. But I don't want anyone to feel like they are just like offloading their responsibilities or their life to the next day. So you've had your cookie coffee time. You have some carbs in you. You have maybe a little caffeine in you, a little sugar. Um, So set a timer for 20 minutes and see what you can clean, what you can tidy. I promise your space will be in a better place than it was when you started in 20 minutes. But like, and you can do anything for 20 minutes. Like it's not... It's an, it's an attainable, um, approachable amount of time. And the next day you'll thank yourself that you took the time to sort of like clean up after yourself after rotting for most of the day. Amen. Uh, it's probably about that time to eat again. That's right. Time for dinner or yes. supper, whatever you call it. Supper. I don't know your agenda. Um, I don't know my agenda either. You're ordering, you're Grubhubbing, you're yes. Uber Eatsing, whatever your yes. delivery app of choice is, and you're going to go to your favorite place and you're going to get everything you want. So that means, you know, you normally get the entree and you like the app, but you don't normally get the app when it's just for yourself. You're getting both. Yeah. And for me personally, that's sushi always. And it's always a crab rangoon that I'm back and forth on. Should I get it? Should I not? So true. You're getting the crab <laughs> rangoon this time. You're getting it. Or a seaweed salad, you know, maybe all three. Um, I also think Indian or Thai is a highly recommended rot day choice. You know Mm -hmm. yourself, but I feel like these are, that's the trifecta I would say for me. Yeah. I will add, cause I think for me, my top two, what I always end up getting is either Thai or a pizza of some sort. Um, See, I'm not a pizza girl. I love pizza. It's so good. I don't know what it is. I just there is a place that near us specifically that yeah, I'm like, I know the one that is rot day pizza mm-hmm. if I ever heard of it. Well, pizza is very rot day esque. Yeah, yeah, but you're getting pizza and you want buffalo cauliflower bites. Yeah, garlic knots. Get them. Mm-hmm. Get both carb, mm-hmm. veggie, whatever the hell pizza is. Balance, mm-hmm. as the nutritionist may say. Uh, and then while you're eating your takeout of choice. Uh, we are watching a classic film. And when I say classic, I don't want you to think I mean like Gone with the Wind wrong. Unless that is a comfort movie for you. But I'm thinking like a Mean Girls, an mm-hmm. Easy A, a Bridesmaids, maybe a John Tucker Must Die. Like just head empty. 2000s cinematic masterpieces mm-hmm. <laughs> that allow you to be head empty and allow you to truckle. And they're just so good. Easy A is my rot day movie of choice. I could watch that movie on loop for the rest of my life, and I don't think I'd ever get bored of it. I love it. I would like to rewatch High School Musical movies Ooh, at some point soon. That's like that would a be great good. choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's about that time. You've had dinner. You've watched a movie. Seven thirty, eight p.m. You know where you're going. Back into the sheets. Back into bed. Early bedtime. You know, you got to curate the vibe, light some candles, read a little bit more if you want, scroll Instagram if you want, more YouTube, whatever your closeout just before bed choice activity is. If you have those fancy little red lights that are supposed to help you for whatever reason on your nightstand, Mm -hmm. I don't know what they do, but if you have those, they're on. Maybe some string lights, whatever, you know the vibes. And that's that's how your rot day concludes. Sounds like an incredible day to me. You're telling me. Oh, yeah. So obviously this is like our ideal rot day, but we wanted to give some like alternatives that didn't didn't make the cut for our schedule, but could also be good mm-hmm. rot day. I would say these are all a little more active rot day. Like if you're not one yeah. to just like truly want to be in bed all day, but you still want to yeah. like be cozy, comfy indoors, these are like some other options. Yeah. So the first one, have a little baking session. Bake like a bread, uh, cupcakes, 
Muffins. Muffins. Oh, muffins would be good. And then you can have them for breakfast. Slay. Um, but yeah, some sort of baked good. I think this will be especially nice in like fall winter for your fall winter rot days. Um, bake up a little something, a little treat. And then you have your breakfast, most likely, and your 3 p.m. cookie coffee time treat right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's so true. Um, as the resident savory gal on this podcast, I did have like the best cake I've ever had in my entire life on Saturday. And we have a piece wow. in the fridge and I'm so excited to go eat it. It's wow. a peaches and cream cake oh, from a baby shower. Wow. So good. Oh, wow. Unreal. Do you know what I'm going to eat after this? It was like a local like North Shore bakery. Mm. Oh my God. It was amazing. Wow. Anyway, the key is whipped cream, not frosting. That so is the key. It's that is so the key. true. Um, our next alternative rot day activity would be to carve out some time for like a stationary hobby that you like. So like mm-hmm. journaling, maybe you crochet or you knit or you play video games or, you know, something like that. I really want to learn how to crochet. I've tried to learn to knit several times. It's not landing for me. Something about it is yeah. not – the math ain't mathin' on the needles. So I think I want to try crochet and I feel like I just I, – I'm on like crochet talk and I'm seeing like all these amazing things that people are making and I'm like, oh, I want to be able to do that. So it'd be a good time to try to figure it out. Yeah. The next one is to go for a walk outside or, if weather permitting, do some like – light yoga and stretching outside or inside whatever floats your boat but if you're doing any sort of movement on a rot day it's low impact okay Mm -hmm. we're not the rot day isn't for the high intensity you're not doing hit you're not lifting heavy you're stretching you're walking you're zenning that's it foam rolling maybe oh foam rolling Mm -hmm. that's very fun But yeah, and ideally, you know, our rot day list didn't really include going outside. And I know for some people that that feels good and that that helps recharge. So if if it's a particularly particularly nice day on the day you decided to rot, don't feel like you can't take advantage. Definitely go for a walk, spend some time outside, read outside, whatever you want. I know. I can't believe I didn't put the hammock in mine. True. You can read in the hammock. You have one. That's pretty nice. Um, up next is a little online shopping, not even online purchasing, but just like online yeah. window shopping, online adding oh, to yeah. cart. That's one of my, my favorite, favorite things to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I've good. I've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. Oh, I you get some of the same satisfaction and then you know if you do want to purchase, everything's all set to go next time. So true. And mm-hmm. you know the total. Mm-hmm. So you can like start to mentally prepare. That's like my biggest thing is I'll see the total and then I'll be like, okay, what would I be willing to cut out to bring the mm-hmm. total down? And then it helps me narrow down what I actually want uh, just for me to close out of the tab and never buy any of it. Um, but yeah, I constantly have a cart at like Abercrombie. I constantly have a Target cart, constantly have an Amazon cart. Like just anytime I open them, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there's something in the cart that I just haven't bought yet. It's mm-hmm. thrilling, honestly. Um. The next one in my last activity to give you guys is having a fun little like mocktail or cocktail, some sort of beverageino at literally every second of the day. Like I don't want a second to go by wherein you don't have a fun little drink. In the morning, it's a coffee. Maybe you transition to a fun tea, maybe a like poppy olive I was gonna pop say, in the afternoon. A poppy for sure. Maybe a Aperol spritz in the evening, a glass mm. of wine, whatever, flo- a Bud four, Light. I don't care. Four or five sausages, a bottle <laughs> of heavy cream, <laughs> a chocolate cigarette, whatever you want, whatever you want, but you always got to have a fun little beverage. If people didn't understand that reference, they would literally be like, what the actual <laughs> fuck just happened? Um, and the last one on mine. An absolute essential, a non-negotiable, 100% must happen. You must either shower or take a bath. I would take a bath. I'm a bath girl. Yeah. What can I say? I'm probably going to take a bath after this. Wow. I take a bath. Good for you. Most days. And the rot day is no exception. There was one time that I texted Anya and I did get a, sorry, I was in the bath. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, I've talked about it before. Baths just aren't my thing. But I respect – 
that for like a good amount of people, honestly, I would say I'm probably in the minority. Bass are key. So I'll, so I'll key. never stop you from doing that yourself. Just don't force me to do it. All right. Well, here we are. We've arrived at the end of our rot day. Do you all feel better? I bet you do. Be honest. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. Yes. What else? You can rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can even leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, which would make us grin ear to ear if mm-hmm. you did that. Cheshire um, cat. Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> Ew. That's pretty much I'm it. Like, what else can you do? <laughs> oh, submit to our anonymous suggestion box uh, if you have a suggestion or you need advice or mm-hmm. you want to say hey but don't want us to know who you are. Um, we love getting those submissions. And I think that's it. Mm-hmm. So with that, we're going to go rot a little bit. Uh, we hope you do too. But we'll be back. Ironically, this is a longer episode um, <laughs> than recent. We're putting in the work so you can rot. Mm-hmm. But we'll rot and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye, everyone.